Now back to the Tribune's Rick Pearson. It's the Sunday Spin on 720 WGN. Good Sunday morning. Welcome to the second hour of your Sunday Spin. I'm Rick Pearson of the Chicago Tribune here in the WGN Skyline studio. Joining me on the phone is Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker. Governor, good morning. Good morning, Rick. Uh, Looked like you had an enjoyable time at the mansion for uh, the Halloween party last night. We, we did. We invited uh, children and their parents from the Springfield area, really from anywhere, uh, and we handed out candy. And, you know, we had uh, my uh, the First Lady and I dressed up. Uh, she came as Princess Leia, and I came as a Jedi. And uh, the kids were better dressed even than we are and uh, were dressed up as uh, everything from It in the movie uh, to uh, superheroes. So... It was a lot of fun. We really we had a, a great time. The only thing that hampered it a little bit was some rain, and it was a little bit, little bit cold out. But the, they braved it, came, and we had a great time. You plan on using the lightsaber during the veto session? Oh, you know you'll need it. <laughs> well, I, I, thank you for coming on. I, I thought it would be a good time to have you on with the start of the veto session tomorrow. Uh, you had a chance to... Uh, see what Mayor Lightfoot's wants are as uh, she tries to put together the city budget. And uh, one of the things being a graduated uh, real estate transfer tax, um, and I'm not sure what the appetite is in Springfield for that. Well, I first of all, I'm uh, you know happy to to be working with the mayor uh, as I am with all the mayors from around the state uh, to try to help them uh, deal with local uh, budgets and to help them alleviate some pressure on their local property taxes. Uh, and so, you know, the mayor, of course, has uh, put her budget forward and a piece of it. Uh, she has asked for the right to impose this uh, graduated real estate transfer tax. Um, and so I'm going to work with the legislature. Um, I want to encourage them to be helpful to her, as I will to uh, uh, the other mayors around the state uh, with their needs. And, um, you know, we'll see where we get to. I, I'm hopeful uh, that we can get some bipartisan support for uh, both of her proposals. Uh, and I'm, you know, as you know, I'm pleased to work across the aisle with Republicans and Democrats to try and get something done uh, so that we can, uh, you know, make it easier for cities to, to do their job. Well, and I know, you know, one thing that's straining budgets uh, all over the state for municipalities is the issue of uh, uh, first responder pension funds. And you had a task force that came out and uh, proposed uh combining these more than what is it 600 different uh pension individual pension funds from across the state into uh one for police one for uh, fire and uh, we've had brad cole from the municipal league on the show before talking about uh with kind of uh, merging those funds together uh less duplication for cost as well as the prospect of having a greater rate of return based on a greater investment base that's right, and this is a, a great uh, move forward. If we can get this passed, this will help our pension funds to, to shore up, to alleviate some of the property tax burden on people across the state. 
uh, and make sure that we're paying the pensions that are owed to our police and firefighters. Um, you know, combining 650 uh, pension plans, their, their investment dollars, allows those funds to get greater returns on their investment. And that's a hugely important thing, again, because then you're not turning to the taxpayers to try to make up for those dollars. And that's what's happening today. You know, the the pension funds as a whole, those 650 pension funds, individually, when you put their returns together, uh, they're performing at about 2% below what the IMRF, the uh, Illinois Municipal Retirement Fund, uh, is performing at, and uh, and you know varying degrees of you know one and a half percent or one and a quarter percent below uh, the other pension funds uh, that the state uh, has, and so if we can just fix that problem, uh, that would be an enormous benefit to taxpayers again and to the retirees. Um, add to that that the task force that I put together that came up with this plan. Uh, also worked hard to address uh, one of the problems within that uh, pension, those pension plans, and that's the the tier two recipients. Um, that that's the new uh, retirement plan uh, for uh, people who join those uh, those uh, pension funds later. Uh, that that there's a technical problem in them that will require shoring up and. Uh, we had to, you know, improve the benefits to make sure that they're greater than the amount of Social Security that people will receive. Um, and they went into a room and worked hard to try to solve that problem, too, and they did. And so collectively, that, that really doesn't cost very much within the context of this plan. But think of this. This is $15 billion of pension investments collectively across those 650 plans. And that $15 billion can have $12 billion added to it over the next 20 years because of consolidation and better investment returns. Um, that's, that's a big deal. And that's something very important for us to move on. We should get this done. I'd like to get it done in veto session, and I'm working hard for that. We're speaking with Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker, the governor of Illinois. We're talking about the veto session of the General Assembly, which starts on Monday. I'm Rick Pearson. This is the Sunday Spin. Welcome back to your Sunday Spin. I'm Rick Pierce from the Chicago Tribune. Joining me on the phone is Governor J.B. Pritzker. We're talking about the start of the fall veto session on Monday, and we've been talking about uh, the uh, proposal that would combine uh, pension funds, uh, police one fund, fire separate fund, but have it as statewide funds in an effort to uh, improve the rate of return and, and provide some cost savings. Governor, just a couple of quick questions that have been raised on the text line about that is, uh, one, uh, a suburban police officer says their pension fund has been fully funded because they put all the money in and managed it. Why should we give our money to those who haven't done that? Well, I think there's a misunderstanding there. Um, they wouldn't be giving their money to those who don't have it. The consolidation here is merely for investment purposes. It has nothing to do with shoring up any other city's funds. So essentially, you know, think of them as separate accounts that each city would have. Uh, those monies would be collected up and invested with money managers, the, the best money managers in the country. 
and uh, they would earn returns on them at a higher rate than they're currently earning on them. And all of the money that belongs to his uh, city's pension fund would go back to the police in his city and back to the firefighters in his city. So um, there's nothing uh, here that, that takes away the control of the dollars. Uh, it's simply trying to get better investment returns for him and for the taxpayers of his city. I want to ask you about a couple of other things with veto session. Well, one, I had uh, Representative uh, Chris Walch on the show previously talking about this NCAA uh, bill, the bill that would allow student athletes to uh, receive, uh, be paid uh, for endorsements that they do. I was wondering if uh, he made a pitch to you on the air. Uh, what do you What do you think of this? I think his bill is a, a really good first step, and I'm going to work with him uh, to try to protect our college athletes. Um, as you know, the you know student athletes are the backbone of the college sports industry, uh, and they deserve the same opportunity as everyone else to earn compensation based on the use of their name and their image and their likeness. Um, the bill that he put forward, I think, uh, rightly uh, aligns it us with uh, California so that the effective date wouldn't be until 2023, because I think we all believe that there ought to be a national approach to this. Uh, and so there's time in here to you know, develop that national approach and make sure there's a federal law. Uh, but if there's not, you know, we just think it's right. Uh, that the uh, name and image and likeness of, of student-athletes belong to them, and they should have the right to um, you know, to earn dollars based on that. Um, a lot of talk about the issues on vaping uh, and controlling that. Um, what, what are we going to see, uh, if any action on that, do you think? Well, this is a really important issue, and I, I, I know that there's been some confusion out there about what's going on uh, with vaping. Um, first of all, th- there are two uh, things I think people haven't paid a lot of attention to separating. Um, one of them is that we've had these terrible deaths uh, and illnesses that have developed, and they're taking place all over the country Uh, and they have been mostly associated with the use of illegal THC cartridges, marijuana cartridges, uh, as well as uh, THC oil. And those are illegally obtained, they're illegally manufactured, um, and that is mostly what is causing the illnesses and deaths that we've seen. I've been working closely with our uh, Department of Health leader, that's Dr. Azike, uh, and she's doing a terrific job in collecting the data and making sure we understand what's happening and how it's happening and also what the unusual other circumstances are that have don't seem to have something to do with, with THC, uh, though those are very few. The THC deaths uh, from illegal uh, use of illegal THC uh, are causing about 84% of all of those illnesses and deaths. Um, the other issue is the one that, that uh, there's a, a bill by Representative Conroy uh, about, and that's the, the flavored vaping products that are about nicotine. Um, and, you know, the, you remember a number of years ago that the, the public discussion about uh, Joe Camel and the attraction uh, to cigarette smoking uh, that, that was, uh, you know, the major companies were attempting. Um, well, 
we want to try to address this issue with vaping, which is a new industry. Uh, you know, when you've got flavors like bubblegum and mango, um, things that really there's no taste of cigarettes, as I understand, in these things at all, and yet you're ingesting nicotine, uh, it's attracting uh, people into using nicotine that shouldn't, and uh, that's, you know, our children. So I think it's uh, appropriate for us to look at what to do here. Um, You know, I support banning the flavors that attract children to vaping, and I look forward to working with the legislature, with Representative Conroy, with Senator Cullerton, uh, uh, that's John Cullerton, um, to make sure that uh, we are uh, coming up with the best solution to protect our kids. Uh, one thing I didn't uh, touch on as far as something that the mayor wants is the, the, the issue of a change in the tax structure of uh, the casino uh, gaming language. Uh, the gaming board had a consultant study that said that it wouldn't necessarily be marketable. Um, I've been curious why not just put out for RFPs, request for proposals, and see what the marketplace bears on this. Uh, but she didn't build any casino money into her budget. Uh, I'm not sure is this something that can be uh, looked at over those that six-day period and something be, be accomplished? Well, she didn't build it into her budget because uh, there wouldn't be any revenue, even if uh, we were able to get this passed, there wouldn't be any revenue in this budget year for her, or very little anyway, uh, if at all. And remember that that uh, she intends to have uh, this uh, these casino dollars uh, dedicated to paying the pensions uh, that Chicago has. So, uh, you know, I do think that there will be a lot of discussion, and uh, there is a bill I gather that's being put together. You know, my team has been working with um, the city and working with the uh, caucuses to try to come up with something that would be helpful to the mayor. Um, and uh, the mayor's put forward uh, the you know the basis, the backbone of those ideas. So um, you know, so I think there's you know there is some. Um, uh, movement you know, desire to try to be helpful to her in this uh, and i think we'll you know i'm going to encourage our legislators to, to help her that's governor jb pritzker governor of the state of illinois governor thank you so much for your time this morning we'll uh, be talking to you in springfield uh, this week rick it's always great to talk to you thank you